Nine Podcasts. I'm Elise. And I'm Tom. As Oscar Wilde once said, Ultimately, the bond of all companionship, whether in marriage or in friendship, is conversation. Welcome to our husband-wife podcast, The Elliot Exchange. What could possibly go wrong? Find out with us by tapping the follow or subscribe button on The Elliot Exchange wherever you get your podcast. We love your emails here and you can always send them to elliotexchange at nine.com.au. Tom, we have an email from Sarah. She says, my husband and I need your advice. My husband is a <laughs> snorer. So I hit him to get him to stop. <laughs> he says, I shouldn't do that because he can't control the snoring. And then I disturb his sleep by waking him up. What is right? Who is right? What is the solution? P.S. I don't like sleeping in separate beds. Well, I, I, Sarah, if it's any consolation, get about 30 minutes of peaceful sleep right before my alarm goes off. I might add, there's no evidence that I actually snore. Right, that's right. It's never been recorded. Well, all I can say is the best part of my day is when my husband wakes up and the snoring stops. So I am married to a snorer and it is infuriating and you sort of lie there thinking could I could I work it into a dream could I get into a bit of a rhythm with this so I I nudge you nudge is a very soft word I um I don't hit you but no, I you really, roll me over I roll you over and you roll over um sometimes I say roll over time to go yes yes but don't roll don't um look the interesting thing Separate beds is a very, very tempting proposition for a lot of people. And I understand that. I really do. I think for the, the, the joy of waking up refreshed and being a better partner, if it means a good night's sleep, it's a tempting, tempting thing. However, it's not a great symbol, is it? Separate beds. No. I remember going to my grandparents when I was mm. young and they were slept in separate yeah, I know, beds. Same. And I was thinking, oh, when, when does, what stage in life does that happen? And Darren Hinch, who I took over from 10 years ago, he, well, Darren was married a number of times to a number of different people. But he, in one of his relationships, I forget which one, they had separate apartments but in the same building. With like a bridge. Well, I couldn't maybe, do that. Well, like one of those hotel it's rooms now that has a door. A but, double door. But you can lock it on one side. Yeah. One thing, Sarah, I've got is custom-made earplugs. So they actually take a mould of your ear and make a silicon plug. You can get them done. There's some joined in East Melbourne that does it and they are great I I can still hear you snoring but it's not four billion decibels it's about a hundred so there you go Sarah some custom-made earplugs and just watch your relationship take off like a rocket if like Sarah you would like a solution to life's great problems send your emails to elliotexchange at nine.com.au Now, Elise, the Communist Party of China is worried that not enough babies are being born over there. It's a bit weird. They had the one-child policy for decades, and now they realise that not enough children are being born. And so they've they've formed a new state-run dating app, like Tinder, I guess, to get young people to get them and to get them procreating. And I, I think we're both perhaps a little bit old. I'm 37. I'm not old. We sort of miss the online dating craze. Mm. But I've always wondered, like, what, you know, if, if we were young and single, I've, I've thought, well, what, what, what would I put in my profile? See, so what not to put, right? Don't well, put a big fish. Oh, well, I had a list of things I would Don't put. hold a big fish. <laughs> I had Don't dead. have rent a puppy. You know no. those guys that are holding a dog that's often not their own? I'm like, really? Can I tell you, so 
I'm trying to set up a friend of ours yeah. who with a girl who works here, and she looked at his one of his profiles, yeah, yeah. and there's his dog. And I said, isn't that lovely? He's got a puppy. She goes, I don't trust him. Oh, See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How I could know. you not trust someone who's, who's, you know, giving of his life yeah, to bring up a puppy? Right. The other thing is don't use a profile picture that's 20 years old because, you know, you meet someone and they've gained like eight kilos and they've wiped off their face and scribbled on a new one when you meet them in real life and you're like, that's not like the photo, you know. So I think be a little honest <laughs> with your profile photo. What about uh, a picture of your car? Well, men. see, that would turn me on, but yeah. I'm weird like yeah. that. So, I mean, if I just saw a car, I mean, like, that's pretty sad. So but I, for I most have, women, probably not. So, I think, so a pet, a dead fish. This is, no, the no list. Oh, a picture of the car. Yeah. <laughs> what about a collection of randomly assorted sporting trophies? It just in the background. Just oh. like sort of subtly in the background, like from year nine archery, you know, something really rank, like, you know, the Craigie Byrne Bowls Club, if there exists one such thing. You know, just sort of really sort of rank second tier uh, trophies. Don't a, use those. I've got a footballing trophy that says best best team man. That's so, it doesn't mean that is, best player. That's participation award it if is, I've ever it. Means it means like being good at singing the club but song. But so I was doing some research, right? Now, apparently on Tinder, it has everything to do with this secret internal desirability score that the Tinder app decides, like the sort of big brother of dating decides. And it's known as your ELO or LO, <laughs> as in, I want it so fine. Like ELO? That's, that's uh, electric light orchestra for the uninitiated. <laughs> I loved ELO. But anyway, so apparently they've got the, they sort of, there's like sort of machinations behind the scenes where they but have an but, ELO where they decide. But does Tinder, like, does some yeah. software look at your profile? Mm. And, and they and go, Hawaiian shirt, forget it. And you would be like dropped to the bottom. That was of another the, thing I was going to suggest. Mm. Like, like different Hawaiian shirts. Mm-mm. Or maybe the picture we've got of all the Hawaiian shirts hanging on the line. Just that photo. Just yeah. that. That would make most people what, what run about a something, mile. What about something that indicates the football club you barrack for? Well, you're going to narrow your dating it field, aren't you? You know, I, I'd, I'd avoid that as well. I'd avoid any sort of football well, okay, affiliations. So my theory is under-promise over-deliver. One of my bosses once said that to me and it's a, it, was, it really stuck with me. And I think the problem is people over-promise and under-deliver. So wouldn't it be great if you sort of were very modest on your profile and then you turn up and you're like a dilf like you are? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take that as a compliment. There was uh, a formerly single, now attached uh, young lady working here who said, oh, this is back in a single day. She goes, oh, I haven't met anybody. What's wrong? I said, let's have a look at your Facebook yeah. profile. Yeah. And her photo was her and another girl. I said, fix that because there's no good yeah, – you know, Yeah, good point. Someone thinks they're turning up expecting the dark-haired person in the photo. Or worse, and, expecting both of them. Well, yes. <laughs> so, so what should we have? If you've said no car, no fish, no backwards cap – no sunglasses, no sporting trophies, <laughs> yeah. no old photos, no football club allegiances. Um, like, what actually works? Just the real unfiltered you, because then it won't be disappointing. <laughs> or maybe it will be. Well, but is that a recording of me <laughs> snoring or something? <laughs> I mean, I think obviously your picture would sell itself online, oh. but, but if you had to write something, what would you write? Something really banal, like in Spinal Tap, where they're talking about what you'd write on your grave, and he says, Here lies... David St. Hubbins. And why not? You know, something really sort of vacuous and 
in uh, tr- you know, like that. Or you could go really arty-farty and do like a quote from Hunter S. Thompson like on this beautiful mug. For every moment of triumph, many souls must be trampled. Something sort of like that, you know, with maybe a sunset behind it. Yeah, or like when all is said and done, more will be said than done. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. So I think maybe just a quote. I, I I have a confession to make. So when when in 1997 when I was in the Clio Bachelor of the Year Award, did we you, had to write did a you, – Yes, did you seconds. lie? Did you lie? No, I didn't lie, but I had to write a little – like thing from like a bio for were myself. You, were you sort of verbose with the truth? A bit. I describe myself as a hard man of the future. <laughs> <laughs> and, and to this day, I'm not quite sure what. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? Why? Why? Hard man of the future. That's all you need on yours. That's that's well. That's all I had. <laughs> the Cleo Bachelor of the Year one, <laughs> and a pretty average photo. I might have. Tom, sadly, Sanity has officially closed all of its Australian stores. Were you sad about this? And, and what are some shops that have closed that you really miss? Yeah, for our international listeners, uh, Sanity sold CDs and mm. not many people buy CDs anymore. In fact, I was intrigued to see vinyl now outsells CD. Like the format. I'm not surprised. Uh, Vinyl's weird. sort of enduringly cool. Well, I, yeah, the weird thing is I don't remember ever buying things from Sanity, but I was aware of it. But... You were more of the Brashes Well, era. I was. So yeah. I, I remember, you know, Brashes having – I think when Brashes shut down, I got stuck with a $10 gift card, which I never got to redeem. <laughs> and, and That must be really, really, you know, upset you, They were like, actually like a big card, like yeah. A4 size. But I remember saying to one of my grandmothers that I wanted an In Excess album in 1983 mm. and it was Shabu Shabar. Mm. And she's trying to write it down. And, oh, bless. And, and obviously those words don't really mean anything, certainly not to someone back then. She would have been in her 70s or 80s. And she, she actually went to Brashes, God bless her soul, and, and tried to enunciate what I had said. Aww. And anyway, she bought me something else because it was too hard. Um, there was a, a, a pinball arcade opposite the Hoyt Cinema Centre yeah. in Melbourne Centre called Flashback. I remember hearing about Flashback. What really went on in Flashback? Well, I, 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 mm. I, I sense it was probably a front for drug dealing or something yeah, like that. I, that's what I think, but I game, suspect. Games are only 20 cents each. 20 cents? And you played uh, Missile Command, yeah. Asteroid, Space Invaders... Gallagher, so you know, yeah, that's sad. I really miss Video Easy because uh, back in the day with VHS players, our family got beta. I think you got beta too, because we were told that beta tapes were the better better quality, which they were. But the only three videos on beta were Star Wars and I think Saturday Night Fever and Sound of Music. All, all great films. seminal films, may I add. But that was it on Beta. So, but VHS, remember Video Easy? You'd go and hang there on a Saturday night. Well, weirdly, the other day I was walking past what is now a Coles supermarket with our daughter. And in fact, prior to it becoming a Coles supermarket, it was, I think, Melbourne's largest video shop. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing was they had a mixture of DVDs and VHS and even a few Betamax cassettes. But the guys would argue about where things were. So you couldn't find a film. And they go, oh, I filed that under its director. 
Yeah, or, I'm really done, or, or it's genre. Or genre. Or year. Or leader actor. Or alphabetical. Or alphabetical. What do you think they should have done? Oh, and they would fight. It was it was like oh. watching that um, John Cusack movie, High Fidelity, yeah. where they argue about where records should be, <laughs> except they did it with movies. So it, it was huge and you could never really find anything. What do you think? I think, look, I think alphabetical until it gets too big and then genre. That's my, my I, sort of feeling. I think new release because that's 90% oh, that's of your business. Oh, that's so obscure. And then everything else can just be random. Yeah. Uh, I walked in the city the other day. The Daryl Lee chocolate shop isn't there anymore. Yeah, that's sad. That that's is sad. sad. Do you know what? I miss milk bars, just milk bars. You know, you go in, 10 cents lollies, a couple milk. of tins of tuna, milk, and uh, that's pretty much it, the paper. So so the house opposite us, yeah. when I first bought our house years and years and years ago, was a functioning milk bar. Yeah, I wish it and, was. The, and the new owners have renovated it and have left the milk sign out mm. the front. But mm. it, that's sadly, that's, well, unless they have milk in the fridge and they want to sell it to you. <laughs> I, I was very sad. I'm sad to see the demise of bookstores, which says a lot about our society, and in particular the one in Port Melbourne, because I went in there, they made me buy a CD, and it was actually a CD that you had. Produced and produced. I did not sing on and it. And that's what brought us together. It, it was. <laughs> and, and didn't the guy recommend it he to you? He recommended it to me. He said, look, I know you're into this music. I think you'd like this CD. I went home and listened to it. Then I saw an article about you saying that you had produced a CD and I'm like, hmm. And then you sent me an email. I did. You had a good profile photo in that article. You yeah. could use that one. You're sort of pushing out your muscles. Yeah, You've that, got like your head shaved. That was one of the better. I, I was, and I was, you're like pushing out your muscles, that technique. I was single at the time. And, and, and there wasn't know. a Hawaiian shirt to be seen. See, you upsold. I saw that photo and then I met you in real life and went, oh. <laughs> The funny thing is I managed to get into the article though. The article was about the CD but there was a little yeah. bit about me. And, I'm, and, and it sort of mentioned, oh, Tom lives alone in his Fitzroy warehouse. warehouse. I know. See, that was alone, essentially you know. Tinder. That was – So, so <laughs> that's the picture I should have put on w- 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 if it existed back then on a Tinder profile. Correct. Now, Elise, uh, the – I don't know if you call it mum site, Mamma Mia – has written an article about manners and they list five manners that you should teach your children. Mm. Um, now, the manners are that if you lie to get out of a social gathering, that's bad manners. That's going to catch a lot of people. Mm. That having a phone on the table is bad manners. Saying please and thank you is good manners. Uh, be able to talk to people of both sexes, although these days, of course, there's about 110 different genders. So... That's a more difficult one. And and it says you need to be good at making small talk. Do you know what I'd add to that list? Looking in the eyes. I always say to our daughter, look in the eye, like please and thank you. It's like you've got to say, what do you say? What do you say? What do you say? Please and thank you. But look in the eyes. You know, kids, I think because they're so used to phones, there's this sort of eyes down, no one looks in the eyes anymore. So I would definitely add that. My mother was very into thank you letters. Yeah, they're great so thank you letters. if you went over to someone's house for tea, mm. you'd write them a little letter. Thank you for inviting me. The, you know, chops and sausages were delicious. And three veg. Hope yep. to see you again soon. Regards. Yep. Yeah. Uh, a thank you letter is a wonderful thing and a, a lost art, isn't it? Calling people's parents Mr and Mrs. Now, that's a dying art these days because teachers aren't called Mr I know, or I know. Sir. And let them then dictate whether you yes. can call them by their first name. I don't yeah, know about you, but one. there's still people's parents who are now in their 80s. I still call them Mr. and Mrs. like I'm in my 50s. Yeah. And they say, oh, call me, you know, Richard or whatever. But I can't because growing up, 
You couldn't do that. Yeah, correct. So it's sort of ingrained. But I do think you just have to teach kids early those basics because then they grow up to be more polite adults as well. I like the small talk one. Be able to say, you know, hi, Mrs. Jones. How was midweek tennis? Lovely weather we're having today. That's a bit. That's a bit. Well, that's a, what, what is Something small talk? a bit talk? more specific, like a bit more specific to that person. That's a nice frock you have on. Yeah, I really like your valiant. You know, something like it's that. Such a fetching shade of brown. Yeah, something sort of just sort of <laughs> a little bit of <laughs> with a mustard interior. Oh, you, you barrack for Collingwood. They're, they're going well at the moment, aren't they? That would be hard to say. That's to hard you. to say. Yeah, well, what is yeah. small talk though? Yeah, I mean, footy. Look, small talk is footy, weather, sport, that sort of how's stuff. How's work? Yeah, how's no, – no, can of worms there. Could right. be. Um, but I think, you know, the pleases and thank yous that you've got to drill into kids are really important. And I think there's nothing more delightful than a polite kid. I drove some kid home recently. He was such a delight. He goes, hi, Lisa, I hear you into cars. How's that going? I nearly had a car crash. <laughs> I hadn't had a kid so polite in my car for such a long time. It was such a delight. So, Tom, would you prefer our daughter is naughty at home and good when she's out in company or the reverse? Or naughty out and good at home. Yeah. Oh, God. God, I know. (laughs) Probably you want to present your best face to the outside world. So, Is it our daughter an angel? (laughs) She is. And she's quite good at, at reserving good behaviour for other people yes. and bad behaviour just for us. Mm-hmm. So I suppose <laughs> that's what we've got. Because you got in trouble this, this very morning, didn't you, for spilling, throwing out that drink? Oh, she What's had this toxic terrible drink? toxic energy drink called, called Prime. Prime. It's like the new – it's the new basically uh, drugs it, if you're under it, a certain age. There's an inch of it left in the bottle and I just tossed it it's out. Like, it's like Chernobyl green. And it's like, just so toxic. I mean, I look at the list of ingredients and it's just chemicals. It's yeah, just numbers. But but that last inch of the drink she had, had, some, had some value. She apparently. cracked it. I know. I know. And then you came up with a great – Great suggestion. Buy green Gatorade and fill it up. Fill it up. I thought that was quite ingenious. Anyway, but apparently- But she did crack it at you, but then got outside the front gate and was very polite. Yeah, I know. So she brought Prime at school off a guy, and it was more the the token of owning the bottle. It wasn't actually drinking it. It's some guy at school's bringing them, know, and he's got a side hustle the, 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 selling them, and they're spending their pocket money buying this secretly at school. What, what is? Where is the world heading that trading in a weird energy drink yeah. is a cool thing to do? Yeah, he will be running the world, this kid. He'll be the next Elon Musk, trust me. All right, so, Elise, uh, what have you learned today? That on your gravestone or Tinder site, which is the same really, I put Tom Elliott, hard man of the future, whatever that means. And through you, I've learned that for most girls, a picture of a car on a, on a dating website is not a good thing, but for you, it actually is. Tap the follow or subscribe button on the Elliott Exchange, wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to rate, review, and share it with your friends. And of course, you can follow Elise on Instagram, uh, Elise. Elise Elliott underscore media. <laughs> so with it. On Instagram or Instabook as I call it. Elise Elliott underscore media. Or as always, send us an email anytime, any issue. Elliot Exchange at nine.com.au. <laughs>